After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work, back to camp, back to whatever it is we do, we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Masecha Hashem. 
Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. From the reunion. Kaveh Hashem, Diaspora, of course, here at J.M. in the A.M.
quite a song. And, of course, words that we have started to say uh, this past Saturday night. We started to say L'David Hashem Ori. That is uh, a um, chapter of Tehillim, a chapter of Psalms that is added from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Shemini Atzeres during the entire holiday season. And those are words from that. And speaking of that, L'David Hashem Ori, I guess it's a good idea for me to start with an apology. <laughs> Listener Mel caught me on this, and I think a whole bunch of other listeners caught me on this after I uh, after I made sure to criticize those who get the second day of Rosh Chodesh Elul uh, davening order um, prayer procedure wrong. After I spent time Friday in advance uh, telling everybody that there are people out there who will get it wrong on Sunday morning, um, I of course went ahead and misinformed the audience <laughs> about the real way to handle Sunday Rosh Chodesh um, beginning of Elul. And uh, I want to thank those listeners who pointed it out, and I want to apologize to everybody who um, I hope, I hope confirmed with their rabbi what the real answer is and didn't rely on what I had to say on Friday. And the proper way is on the one day when Rosh Chodesh and L'David Hashem Ori and uh, Shofar blowing, are done on the same day, the one day a year that it ever happens, always once a year, the ga- the Gabai's quandary, as we've always described it, or have always called it, uh, it would be um, Aleinu, then the Yom, then Barchinafshi, and then Ledavid, and then Shofar blowing, and then Ledavid Hashem Ori. That's what should have happened yesterday morning in your shuls in Nusach Ashkenaz. So I apologize, because I, I, of course... I, of course, uh, reminded everybody that people would get it wrong and then, and then completely botched the order of how it was supposed to be. So my apologies for that, and I hope you accept them. I want to say good morning to all of our Sephardic friends who've begun Slichos today. On Bet Elul, Slichos has begun, and I want to um, acknowledge them as we really get into high gear here with the holiday season. Uh, during this month of Elul. Before Diaspora, Yaakov Shweki had Aleph Bays, Hafachta done by Ari Goldwag, you heard Shlomi Gertner with hands in the air. Mazel Tov from Miami, Masach HaShem, our Monday morning theme song, that's uh, Mayor Sherman, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock on this JMN Monday, had a fabulous, interesting uh, Shabbat, Shabbat at the West Hampton Beach Hampton Synagogue. Uh, it was really fascinating and interesting and enjoyable. And I want to thank uh, Rabbi Schneier. I want to thank the uh, Bronstein family. I want to thank Carol Levin, the president of the synagogue, and the congregants for a really, really warm greeting for Stacy and myself over Shabbos. And we will have a more discussion about the Hampton Synagogue later in this show. Uh, big, big, big acknowledgement of the amazing cantor Natanel Hirschdick, who led one of the most beautiful services ever. And a big thank you to our friends Rochelle and Mark, the Zomics, who uh, were out there spending Shabbat after their trip to Israel uh, in the Hamptons. And it was great being with them. So it was really, it was a wonderful Shabbat, uh, but we will get an opportunity later to speak to Rabbi Schneier and really talk about some of the work that the shul is doing, which is remarkable, incredible, and in many ways uh, needed to be seen to understand exactly the impact that the congregation has uh, among world jury. So we will talk about that later on in the 8 o'clock hour when we, we'll, when we welcome him to the airwaves. And uh, meanwhile, we'll get back to the music. And Oh, let me welcome the, those who um, are tuning in from the Hamptons or from the uh, 
the um, the community that I met over Shabbos. Um, if you are a new listener, and a lot of people express the desire to tune in every day and hear what we have to talk about and hear the music that we play, etc. So if you're among those people, I welcome you. And thanks for tuning in to JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up as we continue here at JM and the AM with the one and only Avraham Freed. Good morning, everybody. Dati, <laughs> Ribbon, <laughs> Hai <laughs> Be 
ידעתי, ידעתי, ידעתי. כאילו נביאותך ויותך וידך
Hashem, Eloke Yisroel. 
Happiness was just too hard to find It just depended on how I was feeling But now I've been revealing That it's possible to change my state of mind To change my state of mind 
change my state of mind I didn't know it was possible to change my state of mind Smile and watch the whole world smile Surprised me how a small thing does a lot But doing it on the outside Somehow changed things on the inside And it helped me realize all the good things I've got All the good things I've got All the good things I've got It just helped me realize All the good things I've got Smile and watch the whole world smile Imagine 
J.M. in the A.M. Shalshelis Jr. with Uzi. You heard uh, Vishafti done by R.J. too. Mordechai Shapiro's Smile. Vishem Hashem from Aryeh Kunstler. <laughs> Excuse me. Milech Cohen at Via Hafta. Hineni done by Avramel. Avram Freed. Five minutes after 7 o'clock, we had trouble with our feed from Israel with our news from Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. Uh, so hopefully our newscast will return uh, tomorrow to these airwaves at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to thank all of you for uh, installing and having the app where you are. No matter where around the world you may be listening, it's much appreciated. Um, a lot of people we met in, uh, in the Hampton synagogue this Shabbos said they'll be installing the app, uh, after Shabbos and enjoying our programming all through the week. And I want to thank them very much. And Rabbi Schneier is going to be joining us a little later on in this show. Talk a little bit about the uh, uniqueness of his congregation. Trucker Yitz has been commenting on our app this morning since bonus JM. He says it's drizzling in mountaintop, Pennsylvania. Hope the kids get hope the kid gets loaded early, meaning his truck. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, Trucker Yitz says last night my wife Sarifka and I ate at Dougie's in Woodburn. Still have that delicious taste in my mouth. That chicken was real spicy hot. Guess what, Trucker Yitz? I was at Dougie's in Woodburn last night, probably later than you. I was there. I should have posted a picture from there. I was at Dougie's in Woodburn. What time? What time were we there? About 9.30, 9.30, in that area. Uh, yeah, I think it was already uh, it was already clearing up in terms of the big crowd that was there. Although it was still an impressive crowd for that time of night for Woodburn, New York. And uh, yeah, and M.H. Dauber says it. I, I'm totally, uh, I was totally wrong. I, I, was, I was yelling at the audience about something that I ended up uh, giving completely wrong information about. The order for Baruch Yenafshi is crystal clear in the Mishnah Bura. Because Oladavid Hashem is uh, is a much newer addition to Tefillah, um, and uh, yeah, and 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 also in the rule of that which is more common goes first. Barchinavshi is re- is um, is is um, regarded as the more common, so it goes first, and then we blow the shofar, and then we say Oladavid Hashem Ori. So yes, my apologies. On Friday, I was yelling about everybody who would get it wrong on Sunday, and I ended up getting it wrong in advance of everybody else. Thank God I dived for the Ummud Sunday morning and got it right. Thank God for that. Uh, but yeah, the order on Rosh Chodesh when uh, when you blow shofar and say L'david Hashem Ori is Aleinu the Yom Barchinafshi shofar blowing and then L'david Hashem Ori. That's how it goes. And we have our shofar blowing coming up about 22 minutes from now or so. Our Elul shofar blowing, a little bit more than that after Rabbi Goldwasser this morning. So that'll be coming up right here at JM in the AM. Um... All right, so we uh, took a look at the app and all the people that are commenting this morning, and I thank them very much, and I thank all of you for being here and starting off the week with us, and kudos to Matis Weingast for his uh, amazing JM Sunday program yesterday. Much appreciated, Matijau. Oh, and let me uh, take this opportunity to wish a special mazel tov to our good friends um, uh, Tova and Danny Reich and the uh, extended Strauss and Rubin families. Yesterday was the wedding of Batsheva Reich and uh, Samuel Rubin. Happened at the Venetian in New Jersey yesterday afternoon. It was amazing being part of it and uh, enjoying the simcha with everybody. So again, to the um, Hassan and Kala, Batsheva and Samuel, 
Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And it was it was really amazing reconvening and reuniting with so many wonderful old friends from both the uh, Bergen County area and the Long Island area who got together for that wonderful Simcha yesterday. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Nine minutes after 7 o'clock, bright and early Monday morning, I welcome all of you who are uh, traveling down or across, depending on where you're coming from, either down from the Catskills or across from Long Island to New York City on this early Monday morning. I thank you very much for tuning in. A special Monday morning greeting to you. And a reminder that the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is coming up at 9 o'clock. After further review, Yoni Pollock will be doing our sports show at 10 a.m. At 11 a.m., it'll be uh, Jake Novak with Novak Now. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to insist that Yoni Pollock spend some time this morning on the Brooklyn Nets schedule, which has been announced. Yeah, I'm definitely going to insist on that. So we'll see if he listens to my directive or not. <laughs> More coming up. Here's Lipa at JM in the AM. Shamaim, what 
matana taiva Yeshli, yeshli, veski naozai Moishe, moishe, matana taiva Yeshli, yeshli, veski naozai
J.M. in the A.M., 7.30 in the morning with your Achmiel Begun, the Miami Boys Choir, Tfilas Chuppah, that's brand new, uh, off the album Forever. Yoni Z, brand new with Ani Mamin. You heard Moshe, Ari Goldwag, brand new from Lone FC Clear Code. Musica, brand new title track from Yaakov Shweki. And Lipa, of course, had Atta Kidashta to open up that set off of The Hidden Spark. 7.30 in the morning, J.M. in the A.M. Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. It is the month of Elul, that's right. Hope your Rosh Chodesh was good. Our friends in the Sephardic community have begun to say Slichos as of this morning. We start saying L'David Hashem Ori. That happened on Saturday night. Uh, so that goes until Shemini Atzeres. And of course, we'll have our Elul Shofar, <coughs> excuse me, our Elul Shofar blowing coming up. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zebin Alevi and Zechanishmas Esther Basar Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Nesiva Shalom says that everything that happens to a person during life is Hashem calling him to come closer. Simcha is calling him to come closer. The Mu'uras of those times that are not so joyous in life is also a call to come closer to Hashem. Om Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina said, Ein Adam no A person doesn't move their finger without being called from above. The first step of doing tshuva is realizing that the voice is calling to us, vishamata bekolo. A Jew has to listen to the voice that calls out. With this we can understand why it says, How could it be that there is a blessing and a curse? We know itself that if a person does not listen, that in itself is a curse enough that the person is not chosen to follow the path of their fathers. The Ahure Tshuva asks the question, why does it say, and you should cling on to Hashem? We've already learned that a person should do all of their avodas Hashem, their service. The answer is that in addition to all of the mitzvos, in addition to all the things that we should do, a person should listen to the voice of Hashem that calls to him constantly. Whatever goes on in life, Hashem calls out to us to listen and to understand the message. It happened that the donkeys of Kish, Shoal's father, were lost. Kish told Shoal to take one of the men and look for them. When they didn't find them, Shaul suggested they return because they had been looking for them for a long time. However, the young man said, there is an Ishalukim in the city. The man is esteemed. Everything he says is certain to occur. Let us go there now because maybe he will tell us that the road on which we should travel is the correct one. Formerly, this is what would happen when one would go to inquire of Hashem. They would say, let us go to the Novi. We learn here a very important foundation, a fundamental idea. They didn't go to the Novi to find out where the donkeys were. They went to find out what Hashem wanted from them. If they would have found the donkeys, it would have been understood that the reason for their search was to find the donkeys. But now that they didn't find them, why was it that they had to go out to look for them? Why did Hashem want them to go on this excursion? That is our purpose in this world. 
always to understand which direction Hashem wants us to go in. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM, Kaveh El Hashem, the great Regesh selection. They asked, uh, someone asked uh, Rabbi Baruch Levine, I saw this somewhere, I don't remember where I saw it. Uh, someone asked him what song really, really gets him in the mood for the month of Elul. Um, and he said, Kaveh El Hashem, Regesh, here at JM in the AM. Uh, 20 minutes before 8 o'clock, it is a JM in the AM Monday morning. We're heading back to uh, work, I guess back to school for those who have it. And uh, coming up, we'll speak with Rabbi Schneier from the uh, Hampton Synagogue. Had the pleasure of being there this past Shabbos in West Hampton Beach. What an opportunity to speak about his unique and amazing synagogue out there. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour here at JMN. And I welcome those of you who've installed the app and have uh, become part of the JM and the AM Nahum Single Network family of listeners. Um, now that you heard over the weekend about the uh, types of programming, uh, types of programs and uh, the type of programming that we have here on a daily basis. It's a pleasure to welcome you. Coming up right after JM and the AM at 9 o'clock Eastern time, it will be the next live edition of the Israel Show. What's going on between Israel and Hamas in Gaza? Has Israel created a, diff- a deterrence on its southern border, or does Hamas control the level of the flames? Celebrity judges of Israeli reality shows continue to use their shows to express radical political views aimed at contestants from Yehudan Shomron. The Israel show will share the latest example. And the weekly Israeli music mix focuses on music written to the words of Rav Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Cook, whose yard site is tomorrow. Tune in immediately following JM in the AM at 9 o'clock this morning to the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten. Don't forget to like the Israel show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Coming up at 10 o'clock, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review. I'm going to demand, I don't know if he'll listen, but I'm going to demand an analysis of the Brooklyn Nets schedule, which begins at uh, Detroit on October the 17th. We'll see if um, <laughs> we'll see if he and Seth Gordon are interested in uh, following through on my directive. And then at 11 o'clock this morning, Jake Novak with Novak Now, he'll ask the following question. When was the last time you saw a movie or television show where religious Jews were portrayed in a positive light. He says, don't worry, we'll wait. Jake Novak with Novak now coming up at 11 o'clock Eastern time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Mazel Tov to Batsheva Reich and Samuel Rubin. They got married yesterday at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey, and Titova and uh, Danny Reich, Dr. Danny Reich, and the extended uh, Reich, Rubin, and uh, Strauss families. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. It was wonderful being there. Being part of the uh, incredible Simcha. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. 18 minutes before 8 o'clock. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Let us know what you have to say on this early Monday morning. There are people out there. Uh, it seems that there are people out there, in fact, commenting away uh, this morning on the app. And that's greatly appreciated. And I thank all of you who are tuned in through all the different methods that people use to tune in to a JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. It is much appreciated. That is for sure. Don't forget to check out our community calendar online. Our community calendar online has tonight's event for Shalom Task Force, the Spin to Win Ping Pong and Barbecue Tournament in Woodsburg out in Woodmere at the Botchko Home. That's up on our community calendar. Go to NahumSiegel.com, click on Community Calendar. Uh, in North Woodmere Park, Camp Hask tomorrow presents Hit for Hask 2018. The Sharsheret webinar for tomorrow is up there as well. Thursday night, Locke Sheldrake, New York, and Muna presents God Elbaz in concert. That is up there. 
For Monday next week, the ninth annual Cross River Golf and Tennis Outing to benefit Madregos at the Trump National Golf Club. That's there for Monday the 20th. The 26th of August has the second annual Hask Hockey Classic. 26th of August has the Jewel Osco 5th Annual Taste of Kosher Food Fair in uh, Evanston, Illinois. I wish I could be there that Sunday. I don't know if that's going to work out, but that's an amazing event. We loved being there that time. It's all up there on the community calendar section of NahumSiegel.com. Check it out and enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. It's JM in the AM with Simcha Liner. I say no, believe ye. Cold do ye do
थैंक यू
who tomorrow moves to Israel. Nefesh Benefesh. Tomorrow morning at about 11, we'll gather at JFK. About 1.30, the flight will take off. We won't be on this flight, but Shim Kramer will. Yeah. He'll be on, and uh, so will so many hundreds of Olim, many of them lone soldiers, who are heading to Aretz to live permanently. Kudos to Nefesh Benefesh. They're one amazing outfit. You know what we think of them. And um, Mazel Tov Shim Kramer out with a brand new album, Forevermore. And he would say even more importantly, uh, joining his family and moving to Israel tomorrow. How amazing is that? Before that, Shimmy Engel had the Shaneness. That's brand new. Rogers Park, brand new Ufaratsta. Simcha Liner and Pischili off of Liner Live in Odessa. A minute after 8 o'clock at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to thank everybody who's tuned in. It's Monday, after all. A lot of people are getting back into their regular uh, habit of tuning in every single day. I want to thank all the new listeners for tuning in. I want to thank everybody who's tuned in from all the variety of methods, whether it's live or archive or whether it's... Um, on our phone line, our listen line, or by computer, whatever the case is, thanks for listening in and for being part of this amazing listening experience together. JM and the AM, Rabbi Schneier is going to be joining us coming up. Had a wonderful Shabbos at the uh, Hampton Synagogue. You get a chance to speak to him about the uh, Hampton Synagogue coming up uh, at a West Hampton Beach, Long Island. Pretty amazing place. Very different than what I expected, frankly. Very different than what I expected. 
speak to him about uh, about that as well. Someone on the app just asked if Malcolm Honline will be on this Friday. He is scheduled to be with us this Friday, as frankly he was last Friday as well. Uh, will he be on this Friday? He should be. Uh, last Friday we had a last-minute change because of his um, travel schedule. We are hoping that he'll be with us 7.40 Eastern time this coming Friday here at JM and the AM with the weekly update. So hopefully he'll join us at that time, and we'll be able to ask him a bunch of questions about what's going on in this crazy world of ours. Um, trying to think what else I have to tell everybody. Oh, yeah, one other thing from Friday's show. <laughs> a lot of listeners caught me on this. Uh, I was chiding everybody who would for sure make a mistake Sunday morning about the order of L'David Hashem Ori and the chauffeur blowing and the Baruch Inafshi, etc., because of the unique combination of Rosh Chodesh Elul and, um, and, uh, and L'David Hashem Ori starting that day. And um, I went ahead and, of course, you know, warned everybody that everyone's going to make a mistake, and then I gave the wrong information. <laughs> I myself gave the wrong information about it right after that. So the, the reality is the way we do things and the way it should be done, because again, I believe, as I so strongly said Friday, that too many people get it wrong. Uh, the real order is Aleinu. This for the end of davening yesterday. Aleinu, Shir Shalyom, uh, Barchinafshi, and then Shofar Blowing, and then Ledavar Hashem Ori. That's the proper order. That's what I should have said Friday. And, of course, I completely blew it. <laughs> so my apologies for being so uh, so strong about those who would get it wrong and then getting it wrong. <laughs> what do you think of that? Mazel tov to Batsheva Reich and Samuel uh, Rubin. They got married yesterday to our dear friends Tova and uh, Danny Reich, Dr. Danny Reich, a very special mazel tov from all of us here at uh, JM in the AM. That was a great wedding yesterday. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Mayor Weingarten with the latest edition of the uh, Israel Show. What's going on between Israel and Hamas? Has Israel created a deterrence on its southern border, or does Hamas control the level of the flames? That's the question. Also, celebrity judges of Israeli reality shows continue to use their shows to express radical political views aimed at contestants from Yehudan Shomron. The Israel show shares the latest example. And the weekly Israeli music mix focuses on music written to the words of Rav Avram Yitzchak Cohen Cook, whose yard site is tomorrow. Rav Avram Yitzchak Cohen Cook's yard site is tomorrow. Tune in following JM in the AM. Go to... Um, uh, the NSN app or any of our methods to listen in at 9 o'clock Eastern time to the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. And don't forget to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Also at 10 o'clock, it's Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, our sports show. Again, I'm going to try to get him to analyze the Brooklyn Nets schedule. And coming up at 11 o'clock, Jake Novak with Novak Now. Today he asks, when was the last time you saw a movie or television show where religious Jews were portrayed in a positive light? He says, don't worry. We'll wait. Jake Novak at 11 o'clock this morning on Novak Now Live here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Those of you who have not signed up for our newsletter, send us an email. If you want to get our weekly newsletter every single Monday, you could send it to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. And a reminder, you could sponsor all or part of a JMNAM broadcast. Go to FJBUnity.org, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, FJBUnity.org. And you'll see their sponsorship opportunities. You could sponsor part or all of a JM in the AM broadcast. Mordechai Shapiro is next. Good morning from JM in the AM.
This feel I call for every waking moment. This feel I call from all the nations we are chosen. This feel I call for this toward I know this deep meaning. This feel I call I nach no more deep. This feel I call I got their smiles and their laughter. This feel I call for all the times that we can feel you looking at us. This feel I call for all those miracles that forever go unseen. This feel I call I nach no more deep. Ich will akol anach Thank <laughs> you. 
שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך, והתפללתי, האמנתי, שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו. J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning broadcast. Well, I mentioned that the... Um, that for us, for Stacy and myself, it was a unique Shabbat this past Shabbat. We drove the uh, we drove the distance. When you're in Manhattan, boy, <laughs> when you're used to when you used to not, not when you're used to not having to move on the Arab Shabbos to get anywhere, it was uh, quite an experience. Uh, took the journey out to uh, West Hampton Beach, uh, the Hampton Synagogue was well worth the journey. Want to thank. Uh, uh, Rabbi Schneier, of course, I want to thank Rabbi Mrs. Bronstein, who hosted us, Kantor Hershtik, who is simply remarkable, and um, everybody in the congregation. Uh, it was one of the more amazing and unique Shabbatot, frankly, of my adult life. And I asked the founding rabbi of the Hampton Synagogue, Rabbi Mark Schneier, to join me this morning uh, live via telephone just to, uh, to thank him and to uh, do a little review of some of the things that uh, I experienced over this past Shabbat. Rabbi Schneier, a big thank you to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you. Very much appreciated. Well, I guess my first question, was this a typical Shabbat at the Hampton Synagogue? It was a typical Shabbat, maybe a bit less typical because of the deluge, our modern-day flood we experienced (laughs) on Saturday. (laughs) Um, yes, we had an excess of 500 people, but typically we'd have closer to six or 700 people. But in terms of the quality of the service, in terms of Cantor Hershik and the choir, um, having guest personalities, like we heard from uh, New York State Controller Tom DiNapoli, um, having a litany of American uh, Jewish leaders there, um, yes, it was very typical. You know, it's it's interesting. DiNapoli is a good friend. I didn't realize how good a friend of our community he was until I heard him speak in your synagogue. He, um, if you recall, I refer to him as Ben Byatt right. at the Hampton Synagogue. Uh, he frequents our congregation. He has many friends uh, at the synagogue. He very much inspired us the same year that um, New York State hit its threshold of purchasing in excess of $160 million of Israel bonds. Uh, That was the same year he challenged us to break the American synagogue record that had been $4.9 million 
in terms of Israel bond campaign, the Hamlet Synagogue, we hold a record of 11.3 million. So um, we have this ongoing challenge in terms of uh, what both uh, New York State and the Hampton Synagogue can do for uh, the state of Israel. Mm. So you, shat- you shattered that record. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we shattered. In fact, you should know, three weeks ago, we were very honored. I know, uh, Nachum, you're very familiar with Eli Beer, the founder of United Hatzalah. Sure. And uh, we hold the global record, um, you know, that um, Ellie was instrumental in creating the Ambu cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, each Ambu cycle costs uh, $36,000. The Hamlet Synagogue last few years, we have uh, purchased for them 42 Ambu cycles, five ambulances. It's a gift of over $2.4 million. And I'm just not throwing out numbers here. I think one of the uh, unique qualities of this congregation that it's a platform uh, for philanthropy, for helping others. You know, being a rabbi's son as I am, being a rabbi's son as you are, uh, you know, typically rabbis are very, very versed in bringing in outside institutions and organizations uh, some concern as to how that might impact on the financial well-being of um, you know their own congregations. Right. We created the Hampton Synagogue really to be a platform uh, to serve others. So whether it's United Hatzalah, whether it's Israel Bonds, whether, whether it's uh, UJA, whether it's many institutions and hospitals in Israel, uh, within the synagogue world, you know, we're proud in terms of our philanthropy. We hold record after record after record, not only here in the United States, but globally as well. Rabbi Mark Schneier with us, founding rabbi of the Hampton Synagogue. I was impressed by not just the generosity, but the enthusiastic generosity. You're surrounded by people, it seems, congregants, board members, etc., who are not just generous and have the capability to do what you just described, but they, have, they seem to have a certain energy about them, a real desire to get involved in the causes you bring in front of them. Well, the whole synagogue is about energy. It's about spirituality. I find it very disturbing that, uh, you know, or or very unfortunate that there's so many orthodox uh, synagogues and institutions that on Shabbat are are lacking, you know, that sense of spirituality and the energy and the dynamism. Um, You know, the, the Hampton Synagogue experience, it's all about energy, um, it's all about you know giving back not only to your community but to the uh, greater community, and probably you know one demographic that I'm particularly particularly proud of that uh, I would say at least three quarters of the congregation is non orthodox. You know we have a very strong orthodox core, um, but yet you know we attract you know many many you know prominent distinguished families that are not members of Orthodox synagogues, let's say back in the sea, but are very active and very supportive. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's no secret that um, at this stage of our uh, growth at the Hampton Synagogue, we have annually uh, 36 families that contribute to the Hampton Synagogue between 18000 up to $150,000 a year. That's 36 families. The phenomenon that out of the 36 families, only seven are Orthodox. Only seven are Shomer Shabbos. 
and we have this we're, we're, we're late in force not only for the Orthodox community but for the greater Jewish community and I believe it's a wonderful paradigm uh, for other shuls to emulate as well. And it's amazing for those of us who think only the Orthodox are attracted to ritual uh, in torrential rainstorms and in, you know sometimes early morning uh, early morning start times still the people you described are enthusiastic enough to to be at the service and be part of it and to really experience it which leads to my next question you know that we are dominated here by the world of Jewish music and uh, there's no question that your cantor Natanel Hirschstick is such an integral part and the choir integral part of the service you just described uh, wh- when did you know this was a good shidduch, the Hampton Synagogue and Cantor Hirschstick? Well, I, I, I think it goes back to my childhood Nachum. Um, you know, in fact, I, uh, when I introduced, if you recall, Saturday morning we had uh, Izzy Tapuchi, who's right. the, um, uh, the new president of the uh, Birthright Foundation, and I spoke how Izzy and I, how we share a uh, similar addiction, and that's for Chazanus. And, uh, you know, listen, you know, cantorial music is, uh, you know, one, one of my uh, magnificent obsessions, if not preoccupations. <laughs> but it has to be done on, on a very, very high level. And we believe that we have, you know, the preeminent cantor of our generation. We have a preeminent choir. It's a professional choir. All of our choir members sing in the uh, New York Opera. Uh, we have 14 choir members of, uh, of the 14, seven officiate with Cantor Hershik every Shabbat uh, for the holidays. It's up to 11. Look, I, I think that having a good rabbi and having a good chazan is an unbeatable team. Uh, too many rabbis, uh, when it comes to cantors, they're insecure. Too many cantors, when it comes to rabbis, you know, they're insecure. Uh, we have, uh, in our 28-year history, we have a tradition of having some uh, extraordinary uh, chazanim. Uh, Natana Hershik is now entering his 14th year um, at the Hampton Synagogue. And music is a very, very powerful medium. I, you know, I spoke about spirituality. And uh, when you come to the Hampton Synagogue, it's like going to Lincoln Center. The only difference is you're not a spectator, but you're a participant. But the music is on that level, and that is clearly you know, a source of uh, great energy and excitement. And why people come from all over the world to experience both the Shabbat and holiday services at the Hampton Center. And we'll have an opportunity to speak with Natanel before the uh, landmark Slichos service, and uh, Rabbi Bronstein also is going to be joining us at some point. I want to discuss with him the incredible voluminous programming that uh, I experienced and that seems to be part of the average uh, Shabbat and average week at the Hampton Synagogue. I was curious about uh, about one thing, and that was the um, you know the impression. The impression, and I could speak, I think, as a representative of many around the world, the impression is that the Hampton Synagogue, the way people describe the service, the uh, the sanctuary, the the legendary Kiddush after davening, etc., uh, I was expecting a, a structure that could hold, I don't know, 1,000, 1,500 people. And I don't know what the zoning and building rules are out there in West Hampton, but was there ever a consideration that this would be, in fact, a, a uh, legendary large edifice compared to the to the large but more modest facility that you're in? 
Well, again, I think it's uh, quality over quantity. You know, when we first built the actual sanctuary in 1994, no one ever uh, could dream that uh, we we would enjoy such uh, an exponential growth. Um, I think that, you know, I mean, you know, truth be told, we're we're a mid-sized congregation. Uh, We're 300 families. Yes, we attract, you know, many people many guests and you know visitors on the weekend but you know we're a congregation of 300 families but uh, as a congregation of 300 families where there's mighty latent force in terms of um uh our commitments and 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 our contributions to um the uh Jewish world uh to the state of Israel so it's always been a congregation of uh quality and uh you should also know that uh, in synagogue culture, the more they stand, the more they come. You never want a shul with empty seats. Right. So the sanctuary seats about 350 people, then the doors open, then we have hundreds and hundreds of people sitting outside. Right, and that's impressive, even in a torrential rainstorm, how there's an overflow crowd. Uh, the only, let me know if I'm right on this, uh, the only daily minion uh, for for a long distance in every direction. On Seventy five mile radius, correct. Seventy five mile radius, the only year round. The, year year round. round. So this morning there was a minion, and and in February and March there'll be a minion. Correct, that is correct. <laughs> Pretty amazing. People need to know that. By the way, it's a real public service. People need to know that it's available oh, because you know the uh, uh, the crowd on Long Island, no matter what time of year. Uh, can always use a minion, and when no, you... and and in in the winter months, you know, in January, yeah. February, you know, it's quite a challenge. But uh, we we always provide a minion. We're the only daily minion within a seventy-five mile radius. And if God forbid someone needs to say Kaddish, you know, they know that uh, they can rest assured that they'll have that minion here. Rabbi Schneier, I greatly appreciate it. We had an amazing time. I thank, thank you, you very, very much. And I was, I was impressed that there's some JMM listeners out there, even in the, in the deep part of Long Island, Baruch Hashem. Well, considering we're all from the city, <laughs> we, we, we carry our enthusiasm for you even out to the heavens. <laughs> much appreciated. I take this opportunity to wish you a great year ahead. We'll be speaking more about the synagogue coming up. Tadarabat to you. All right. It was wonderful having you. Greatly appreciated. There he is, Rabbi Mark Schneier, founding rabbi of the Hampton Synagogue. It was, for us, a unique and fascinating and wonderful, frankly, uh, Shabbat Rosh Chodesh. We had that added benefit. We weren't just there for Shabbos. We had the Kenter Hirschdick for uh, for Hallel, for Atiyotzarta, the beautiful ceremony that uh, Shabbat morning is when Rosh Chodesh coincides with it. It was really cool and really wonderful. And uh, a great experience. 25 minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up. You are listening to a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. The Shamala done by Yehuda Green. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah, it's brand new. Uh, perfect for the month of Elul. That's right. We're in the month of Elul here at JM in the AM. Less than a month to go before the brand new year. Imagine that. That is hard to imagine. Wow. Thanks for tuning in to JM in the AM. I thanks to everybody Schneier. Quite a uh, wonderful Shabbat out there at the Hampton Synagogue. Avram Fried before that with Achim Banefesh. 14 minutes before 9 o'clock, JM in the AM on this Monday morning. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank those who have been commenting on our app. I want to thank those who listen to all of our great programming, and there's so much of it. It's amazing. Mayor Weingarten coming up in a second here with us to preview the, uh, the activity that will uh, be known as the Israel Show this morning. We'll get to him in a second. My thanks to Matis, who's approaching his sixth anniversary, I believe, on JM Sunday. We're taking care of yesterday's programming here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Amazing what's going on. Well, the next live edition of the Israel Show, in fact, is 13 minutes from now. Mayor Weingarten is with us live via telephone. Boker Tov Meir. You know, do me a favor. I mean, believe me, I am not minimizing what's going on between Israel and Hamas and Gaza. And I know you're going to discuss it. Uh, and that's the quote-unquote you know, news of the day, especially, you know, there's so many people in this audience who want to hear that news, and they will. But I just got to jump for a second to your second topic, because I always suspected through my really, you know, uh, simple knowledge of the Hebrew language that as I watched certain programs in Israel, or, you know, from Israel, that there had been these subtle or not-so-subtle uh, digs at people from Yudan Shomron. And you claim in your preview that celebrity judges of Israeli reality shows— continue to use their shows to express radical political views aimed at contestants from Judea and Samaria. Now, I know you're going to share the latest example on the air. Can you give us anything general about this? I'm so curious. Well, we, actually, uh, several months ago, I don't know, maybe a year ago, we shared a, a, a striking example on one of the cooking shows. I forget what, I don't remember the names of the reality shows, but uh, you know these cooking right. shows yeah. where a guy comes on, and a guy comes on, big kippah, beard, you know, and it's and and he says he's he's from the he's not, oh he was from Amona actually which they were about to tear down right and they did eventually tear down right um, he's there with his family and his kids and you know his wife with her hair covered and everything and one of these uh, judges um, like just started up with him it was like amazing you know Maza kipazot, like what's this big kippah? Like, like he was like ready to. I, I thought he was going to throw him off the show because he's wearing a big kippah, you know, or something. And he went on and on about the hitnachluyot and and how and and why doesn't he? He even said to the guy, "Why don't you come back home and live live in Israel?" You know, it, it was horrible. And um, and the, the case that I came across uh, this week was uh, Aviv Geffen. You Ooh, know? our old friend. Yeah, our old friend. Here's a guy who, who didn't serve in the army, who represents a lot of the, you know, very radical leftist ideas in Israel. And a young guy comes on. I, I, I don't want to ruin the whole segment, but a young guy comes on. This is, on, this is on, like, The Voice of Israel, right? It, not The Voice of Israel. It's, it's, the, voice. It's the Voice. It's not The, the Voice. Right, but it's, it's like The Voice. It's some other reality show. Uh, but a singer singing, right. you know, there's three judges. He's one of them, Miri Masika's the other, and I think Eyal Golan is the third, I don't right. remember. And um, and he just pounces on him. And by the way, the guy is in a left from Tsarfat from France. So it's like, you know, he's a good guy. Wow. And he pounces on him, and he, uh, I mean, basically, you know, he, he, we're going to hear the 
show itself, but he basically says to him, you're the reason, Atem, I, and, and I'll never forget that, because it happened to me once where, where you know, as wearing a kippah through Gah, I was accused of being one of the murderers of Yitzhak Rabin, right. when somebody said, Atem, Atem, and he says to him, Atem, you collectively are going to bring about the fact that our children are not going to live in Israel. And then he goes on and on, we'll have the, the, the more lengthy quotes. That's the overt, you know, uh, element. And it happens, it bursts out every once in a while, but it's there all the time. You know what's interesting? I think even those shows that you're describing are pre-recorded, even the reality shows. Oh, for sure they're pre-recorded. And, and it's amazing that the editors keep that stuff in. You'd think, yeah. You'd think they'd be afraid or, or worried about what might yeah. happen. but Well, uh, you know, it's controversy because the yeah. other judges sort of, they don't, they don't protect the ideal. Right, they say, take it easy on the guy. But right. they say, look, he's here to sing. What right. do you want from him? It's not his fault. He's right. 20 years old. What are you blaming him for all these problems? Right. You know, uh, again, the ideal is still out there. You know, yep. the Arabs, you know, they, they should have their own state. No. And, and, and like I said, it comes out in everything. I think in America, too, we see it in the media, yep. where it all comes out. It might be sometimes... Not so overt. It's more subtle, right? It's very subtle, but it comes... You know what? I got, I'll give you an, an, an example of an American show where I think it came out twice, where I saw on two different shows. Quickly, please. Okay. On uh, Madam Secretary, they were swearing in somebody to be president. The, the oath ends with, so help me God. Right. They left it out. They eliminated it. the same it. thing <laughs> happened in Homeland, in, a, in um, the last season of Homeland, where they swear somebody in to be president, and they left out, so help me God. That's... That's intentional. Yep, no question about it. Let's get going out of this. Mayor, Mayor Weingarten on the celebrity judges of Israeli reality shows continuing to use their shows to express radical political views aimed at contestants from Judea and Samaria, and of course, not to minimize what's going on between Israel and Hamas and Gaza, just two of the topics, plus, of course, the amazing Israeli music mix, which this week will feature words uh, put to music, words of Rabbi Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Cook, Rav Cook's yard site is tonight, correct? Correct. Uh, it's the Israel Show. Make sure to like the page on Facebook, the uh, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show, and tune in eight minutes from now for the start of the next live. We're no, we don't we don't record and edit. We do it live. No, we, we if don't. I, if I if I mess up, it's live. I like to mess up live. But yeah, you, you mess up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mayor. There he is, Mayor Weingarten, followed by Yoni Pollock with our sports show. After further review, I'm going to try to get Yoni to uh, analyze the Brooklyn Nets home schedule this year, and. <laughs> And, of course, uh, Jake Novak with Novak Now. Jake is going to be speaking. Speaking of television, he'll ask the question, when was the last time you saw a movie or TV show where religious Jews are portrayed in a positive light? Novak Now with Jake Novak live at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, all here at the Nahum Siegel Network. מצאתי שתי מילים שיהודים אומרים בכל מקום על מה שכבר היה, מה שעוד לא קרה לא משנה כי זה תמיד יהיה נכון 
J.M. and the A.M., Shimon Kramer. That's right, Shim Kramer, who was with us just a couple of weeks back. He's out with the brand-new album, Forevermore. This is from that album. Kishoshana is the name of the song. And tomorrow, Shim Kramer heads to Israel and Aliyah, and I take this opportunity to dedicate this song to him. Yeah, his own song to him. Uh, the beautiful Kishoshana selection. Uh, he heads to Israel tomorrow with Nefesh Benefesh, Kolakavod, Mazal Tov Shim, from all of us here at JM in the AM. Hey, I just got a great call from uh, Sarah Markowitz. Mazal tov to Deborah Paul and Tal Singer. They are a very recently engaged couple. Mazal tov to Abatya Nachman Paul, who we know for a long time from Bergenfield, New Jersey, and to uh, Abruria and Israel Singer in Teaneck, New Jersey. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And to Carl and Sarah Markowitz and to the extended Paul and the Redelheim families and a special... Shout out to my friend Joel Paul. Uh, we say mazal tov to everybody in this wonderful simcha from all of us here at JM in the AM. Shim Kramer makes Aliyah tomorrow, heads to Israel. Here he is at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMNAM. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Getting the week off to a great start, and the month of Elo off to a great start. Our Sephardic friends have uh, Slichos already this morning, believe it or not. We did our Elo chauffeur-blowing. Don't forget to add the David Hashem Ori at the appropriate time during Tfilot. That's all now in the month of Elul. A reminder from JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is next. Got the Israel show. Then after further review, our sports show with Yoni Pollock. And then at 11 a.m. this morning, it's Novak now. Jake Novak will be uh, live here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.